911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, and today's episode is You Don't Understand Because You Don't Have Kids. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. I think we can all agree on the fact that our perception of reality will differ from person to person, no matter what. And what I mean by that is I have five brothers. The brothers that I grew up in the same home with Our idea of the world, the way that we live our lives, is 1,000% different, and yet we were all brought up and raised the same exact way. However, there are things, components of that upbringing, excuse me, that make it a little bit different for each of us. What are those kinds of things? Well, for me personally, I'm the only girl. Each of the boys, they had different activities. One was into the clarinet, one was into drums, one was into BMX riding. Like everybody grew up with something different, different interests. And a lot of these are imposed upon us sometimes. And I'm saying that because I'm thinking back to elementary school. Do do you remember ever having to play the flute and, you know, you rented a flute and that was the first thing that you learned how to play instrumentally? (laughs) Um, That's what it was for me. But that would be something that's imposed on us. And then there are things that we are given the opportunity to be exposed to, maybe in school or extracurriculars, going over to friends' houses, and then the household is different and all of those things that kind of um, mold us into into our personalities and we start to grow and we start to have our own interests. And that in itself is what allows us to perceive every situation different. And I know you know what I'm talking about because you and somebody else could have experienced something incredible or maybe something absolutely terrible. And when either of you go and recount that story, you will have completely different perceptions of that particular story. And the reason I'm saying this is because I had a conversation with somebody yesterday and we were getting pretty deep and vulnerable. He is unhappy in his marriage. He has been for a long, long time. And he knows that he wants out of his marriage. Like in his head, he is going to get divorced. However, in his head, he is going to wait to get divorced because he has kids. And in his mind, he thinks that it's a better idea for him to just stay put and to suffer through the misery. He used these exact words. I am going to sacrifice my happiness for my kids. And in his in his mind, his idea is that once my kids are grown and they're 18, hopefully they'll be out of the house, they'll be done with high school, and then I'll divorce my wife. And I started to challenge him, asking him what difference it would make to him, to his kids, the influence that a divorce would have on his family. Like we really started to just dig and try to uncover the, the reasoning behind this. And I'm asking him how he is able to show up as the best version of himself and be his true happy self around his kids for his kids when he is so blatantly miserable at home with his wife. And we're going through this conversation, and yes, I, I, he, he's a friend and he's not a client, but I was certainly coaching him through this. And th- there comes a point in many conversations like this where 
Instead of facing the hard questions and digging deep inside and even pausing for a moment to think about an answer, sometimes we feel like we're being backed into a corner. And I've, I've seen this happen because I've heard what I'm about to say so many times. I'm 33 years old right now and I've heard this literally my entire life. And when I, when I feel like he is not wanting to, to break through and not wanting to kind of have that moment of like, well, this is why kind of thing, um, instead of that, he fires back and he says, I'm not being an ass, but you don't understand because you don't have kids. And I have to be super honest and share with you what my response to this person was. And I was very calm, very collected. And I said, not being an ass, but you don't understand opportunity the way that I do because you have kids. Now, why did I say that to him? And this is something that was said with, with so much love. So I, I want to preface that because I, ha- I know I have a lot of energy right now. And <laughs> it, it definitely was a healthy conversation. But he's sharing with me that he believes that his viewpoint, his his reason and um, the the wise as to why he's in the situation that he is, is because he has kids and I don't understand that. Meaning I am not capable of understanding where he's coming from because I don't share in that same experience of having had a child of my own. And I have to tell you, I think that's complete bullshit. I think that a lot of the times it's it's just another excuse. And this doesn't have to be just because you have kids. And sure, it's a lot more complicated when you're dealing with a situation as to whether or not you should leave your spouse. And there are kids involved because there's more players in the game that you have to consider. There are a lot of other things like where are the kids going to live? How are we going to go back and forth? What if somebody wants to move out of the state? The finances come into play. Maybe you're worried about having to do without. Like There are all of these things. But based on how this is impacting his life and how it has been impacting his life for years, we had to get to this point of kind of like the rock bottom. And I think that in my personal opinion, it's it's an excuse, another excuse that you can pull out of your hat by saying you don't understand because you don't have kids. And furthermore, by saying I'm going to sacrifice my happiness for the sake of my kids. And I'm saying that from a place of there are many things in our lives that that exist. And this could be relationships with um, even your own mother. I know people that have had relationships with their own mother that are so toxic that they use it as an excuse to keep that person in their lives because of the kids. Well, don't you think that in some shape or form, having such a toxicity involved in any relationship of your life is going to somehow have an impact negatively on anyone in your circle, especially your kids. And it's almost like saying, Ashley, you can't possibly have empathy or the intellect to go through this emotional path that's required to understand because you don't have kids. Um, Guess what? I've never been lit on fire but I'm pretty sure that I can understand what it's like and then draw my own conclusions from that. I I know what it's like to be loved as a child. I know what it's like to have parents. So that in and of itself would mean that I understand what those dynamics look like fully. I can 100% understand what it would be like had my mom and dad decided to separate. And I don't know and am not able to tell you what that felt like because it's never happened to me before. However, I know what those principles are because I grew up in a structured household like that. So anytime that somebody says, or maybe you've said this to somebody else, 
you know, you don't get it because you haven't been there before. I think it's important for us to sometimes stop and to think about that for a second, because even if we haven't experienced that exact thing, if we're being honest with ourselves, what's the real reason as to why we would even be rebuttaling with a statement like you don't understand because you've never been there? It would be like telling a brain surgeon who's never had a tumor on his brain that he doesn't understand because he's never had a tumor on his brain. I would argue that because I think that that neurosurgeon would have far more experience with this than that one individual who has a brain tumor. Wouldn't you think? And the whole reason I'm bringing this up is because I think that when we're able to just pause for a second and we're able to just recognize what is actually going on in this conversation, because it's like um, it's like somebody spits those words out at you when they, they come at you in that way. And every single time that someone has tried to throw the whole you don't understand because you don't have kids are at me. It's always been because we're in that vulnerable discussion instead of fighting through that vulnerability. And nobody likes to be feeling like they're backed into any kind of corner, but it's never our fault when this happens. And I think that we all do it. I am certainly guilty of, of kind of pointing the finger like you don't know where I'm coming from, but it comes to a point to where you or I could be having a healthy discussion surrounding something and then one of us just says something that tugs at you in the wrong way, and it doesn't have to be even accusing in, in any manner. But when we start to feel that, and instead of, us getting, um, instead of us getting really curious, we start to get defiant. And I think it's important for us because usually a conversation that gets to this point has massive growth that sits on the backside of it. And what I'm saying is if you ever find yourself where you're sitting at a table and you're you're being dealt with a card like that, what did the person just throw? Why did they throw in the gloves? Like what is actually going on here? And it takes some empathy and it takes us both on both sides to start to get curious with one another to see how the conversation was even navigated towards this way in the first place, and then why it felt like that person wanted to go back. So if you're ever having this conversation or you're ever in the midst and you yourself are feeling like you're in that vulnerable position, I think it's important too for us to recognize that it's okay for us to just say, hey, I'm really uncomfortable right now and I don't know why. Is it okay if we just pause this conversation for a second? But I would also challenge you to revisit that conversation and to reflect within and to see exactly why you got so uncomfortable in the first place. Um, Just something that was on my heart I wanted to share with you. I hope that you are already having an amazing day and I will catch you later.